Welcome everyone to a very special episode of Club Kayfabe Wrestle Talk here on CKCC Radio. I am your host, Chris O'Mealy, joined as always by Dan Peck. Uh, due to growing concerns over the coronavirus outbreak, today's episode has been canceled. Yep. Please return to your homes. Wash your hands. Don't touch Glenn. Stop on your toilet paper. Yeah. Stock up on your toilet paper. Yeah, because apparently, yeah, apparently that's a apparently thing. that's a thing. Uh, in all seriousness, guys, we have no interest in suspending CKCC programming because of the coronavirus. One, because of the fact that Dan and I are in completely different states, so it's not like doing the show we can infect each other. Two, we're if- talking about Chris. Computers get viruses. Yes, indeed. Dude, I'm waiting for somebody to come up with a computer virus based on the coronavirus. Somebody's going to do it. I mean, someone's working on it right now. Probably right now, right. Uh, but yes. Um, so, <laughs> last week we were making jokes about it, and in one week's time, a lot of shit went down. So, let we'll just say this now. Uh, don't panic, but take stuff seriously. That's basically the best thing that you can do right now. And if you need, if you are quarantined and you need some entertainment... Subscribe to CKCC Radio and check out all the great shows on there. Right, Dan? Yes. You can even listen to this show. We're going to be starved for live content these next few weeks. Yes, indeed. And we'll be getting to that soon. But if you're looking for content, you have Real Paranormal Talk with Jeff Trelowitz that you can check out. In his latest episode, he gave his thoughts on ghost hunting television shows. You have J-Bunny's Music Hub with Jason Shin. We're uploading the entire backlog here. And this is actually pretty dang cool, Dan. The last episode that we actually uploaded, and I'm going to bring this up here because I want to actually discuss it real quick. Um, Jay actually had two guests on, and they're uh, significant guests here. I'm going to pull that up right now. I don't want to be in the admin page for CKCC Radio. Yes, the Redneck Rebellion, the 10th episode, was originally recorded on October 11th, 2017, but he interviews Ryan McCombs of the band Soil, formerly of Drowning Pool, and Scott Wilson of Saving Abel, formerly of Tantric. Those are all well-known bands right there that I just mentioned. So you get kind of two for the price of one if you check out that episode. I think that would be something to check out. And of course... On March 2nd, the second episode of Motivational News Podcast with Adrian Cotton dropped. See your vision clearly. And you can even reach out to him at motivationalmoves18 at gmail.com. So you can reach out to the host. You can buy stuff at chaoticstyler.redbubble.com. That's K-A-O-T-I-C-S-T-Y-L-E-R. He told me he's a fan of my little rap to promote his store. S to the T to the... Um, there will be a new episode of Stupid Sexy Podcast coming out. Maybe we'll get it done this weekend. We were supposed to do it last weekend. The reason we didn't get it done had nothing to do with the coronavirus. That was all due to me. So, my apologies. A project for the weekend that could have taken one hour, but instead took a week. Basically, yes. Nothing's ever as simple as it should be, but I am now... I can actually say this now that I got the damn thing working. The proud owner of a Raspberry Pi. And I have the 4, which is capable of playing PlayStation 2 games. 
which is awesome. Ooh. So that's like how powerful the processors are and the stuff that they can handle. So the the big goal is probably going to be NES, Super NES, Genesis, a lot of that stuff, the the 8-bit stuff. Um, maybe some PlayStation 1, I might put like Final Fantasy 7 and Symphony of the Night and some of the real classics on there. If it can do PS2, I'd love to get San Andreas on there. That would be a blast. But I'm not going to sit here and go nuts with that one. I'm just uh, I'm excited to be able to to get it up and running. Um and another big selling point for me is a lot of the uh, the exclusive Game Boy titles, the fun ones like Link's Awakening and uh Mario Land to play them on a big screen is going to be really nice too. So Raspberry Pi, much better. Raspberry Pi. Yes, uh, much better than the coronavirus. Yeah. Unfortunately, I like to have some. I like to eat some Raspberry Pi. Uh, well, let's talk about some more coronavirus bullshit. Fortunately, our other podcast partners are still producing content. CHMR's Ring Rust. In fact, I saw Jason Cantwell taking his annual or annual, yeah, his weekly selfie. Uh, the Blake and Sal show is still producing content. Um, not sure what Jeff Trelowitz's plans are for the Cinefan podcast right now because he has something in the works and Matt Hardman's Race Nerd podcast. But let's uh, let's go ahead and talk about what Jeff's got. We have a brand new CKCC radio show coming, and it might air as soon as this week or next. It's going to run bi-weekly to start opposite of Real Paranormal Talk. It's The show is called Ranking Tracks. What Jeff is going to do is he's going to take an album, he's going to listen to the album, and he's going to rank the songs from it. Should be a pretty cool little uh, musical podcast idea. And uh, he, we, we had a discussion, him and I, about some of the stuff he plans on doing, and I've already requested a couple of albums that I could guest on for. Uh, Dan and other CKCC people, you guys may also get an opportunity to guest on and review your favorite albums and do your rankings of them. Dan, I know you would be able to maybe put some of your vinyls up for this because you got a yeah. you have a hell of a vinyl collection. So that would be it's going to be a really cool show and uh, really cool concept, and it's really cool to have another musical based show on the channel because along with Jay Bunny's Music Hub and Ranking Tracks, we'll be able to reach out to the uh, the music fans out there instead of just that wrestling content that we're currently dominating the market with but speaking of wrestling we do have some trivia including the answer to last week's trivia question which was uh my a best guess for me but i'm pretty sure it's wrong so it is who is the most recent wrestler to win the wwe intercontinental championship on another continent now of course the only person i could think of was davy boy smith but I'm assuming it was something newer, and it probably happened on, like... It's newer, newer than that, yes. Yeah. Uh, was it Saudi Arabia? No. Okay, well, that's good. Uh, I don't think any titles have changed over there, has there? Mm, yes, one did. Was that when The Fiend won the title? Yes. Okay. Well, uh, and then Goldberg. Lost it back there. Well, Goldberg won it from him, oh, too. Yeah, Goldberg. Okay. But, but, yeah, the, the, no, they did a title change before that. Uh, and I remember that was like the thing. I was like, yeah, they just wanted to do that so they could say that Saudi Arabia had a title change. Uh, so that the well, shows matter. Let me, let me, all right, 
let me let me try to guess because I don't actually know the answer. What's the continent first off? The continent would be Europe. Okay. Was it in England? Yes. Okay. Was it on a pay per view? I don't think so. Let me look up again. So I know it might have exactly. been a Raw or a SmackDown. Well, I'm not surprised a title change would happen on a Raw or SmackDown emanating from England. Um, Let's go to list of WWE Intercontinental Champion. Because I know who it is and I know when it was, so let's just find it right quick. Okay. Well, I'm I'm, I'm interested you. to hear this answer because it's uh, it actually does have me stumped. Where are we? Uh, it was an episode of Raw. Okay. One of those Manchester Raw then SmackDown taping right after. Okay, that's ones. that's unsurprising. All right, so who was it? Who won the title? Uh, William Regale. Oh, so that was a while ago. Well, goddamn. Yeah, that would be November tenth, two thousand eight. <laughs> well, goddamn, son. All right. All right. All right. That's uh, yeah. That's uh. All the rest since then have been in America, North America. Actually, I don't even think it's any have been even been in Canada since then. Damn. Well, that's a. Uh, I. It's an intercontinental championship, so why? <laughs> so Canada still wouldn't be on intercontinental. God I know, damn. but it's still not even like yeah, it's not even that. Uh, that's such a disappointment. Yeah, but yeah, well. All right, well, good trivia question. Uh, yeah, that was definitely a while ago. All right, well, let's hear. Let's hear this. You got a next another one for this week, and it's more intercontinental championship. Just a but the other one. one. The other one. And you might know that MVP was the first intercontinental champion. In New Japan, IWGP Intercontinental Champion. But do you know who he beat to become the first champion? No, I actually don't. Shinsuke Nakamura. Find out <laughs> next week. Or, or if we remember to answer it on the patron show. <laughs> Which we never do. All right, so let's get this coronavirus bullshit out of the way. We have a lot of news about the coronavirus. The biggest news was that the New Japan Cup has fully been canceled. New Japan Cup canceled. Well, that sucks. Yeah, just completely done. Um, they are going to have SmackDown, which will be airing tonight as we record this. And I'm actually going to watch it tomorrow morning when it's on Hulu or... Uh, on watch wrestling because I, I, I kind of want to see this out of curiosity. There will be no crowd. They're just going to do it at the performance center, most likely. And raw the crowd will be the that they have set. For yeah, the performance center. Uh, <laughs> raw is most likely going to happen at the PC for now. So the big question is WrestleMania. That's the big question right now. So so here's here's your update of what we know as we record this episode. The WrestleMania cancellation is apparently up to the state of Florida and the city of Tampa. WWE is going to do what they decide. Now, based on what's been happening with everything else that they've been canceling, that does put it in the direction of cancellation. But 
It is worth noting that MegaCon in Orlando is still happening. As of right now, MegaCon in Orlando has not been canceled. All the other cons have been canceled. Yeah, the the anime and D&D con here in Lancaster has already been canceled. But yeah, no. Uh, MegaCon's still on for right now. So we're going to... That we're, we're doing the wait and see thing with that. We do know that the convention center where access was going to be has canceled events for the rest of March, which means currently the next event to happen there is, in fact, access. Not canceled yet. Again, we're, this is all a wait and see thing. But WWE also claims that they have things in place in case Mania is indeed canceled. So we'll see what happens. Full sail in the performance center. Yes. But <laughs> backstage is currently suspended and full sail has postponed all the events through April, so more than likely we'll also be getting some NXT from the PC. Now this also is affecting AEW. The uh, the Dynamite in Rochester, which our buddy Pat was scheduled to actually attend. Um they're gonna... probably gonna be the debut of Brody Lee because he's from there. Yeah. Uh they're gonna hold it in Jacksonville at a Daly's place. The Blood and Guts War Games in New Jersey was, in fact, canceled as well. Um, the XFL has suspended their season. And uh, <clears throat> WrestleCon is working on what to do because they got tons of exhibitors and dozens of indies and all that other stuff. But the funniest quote was, we are not Ticketmaster. We aren't going to keep your money. So, yep, <laughs> I got I to gotta give it to them. For that one. So that is your current coronavirus bullshit update. Unfortunately, yeah, we that pretty quick. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> we have almost no news to talk about for the rest of the show. Uh, but we did get questions and we'll, we'll try to drag that out as long as possible because we've only recorded 14 minutes of content right now. And we don't want the shit. What was the opening? <laughs> yes. But uh, there is coronavirus bullshit happening. So let's talk about some actual news that is happening. First off, Jake Roberts' protege was revealed to be Lance Archer. And, Everybody does. And Dan, I gotta, I gotta say, has there ever a time that you and I would have been excited to see Lance Archer debut anywhere? <laughs> Only in the last six or so months. Yes, sir. Uh, Lance Archer was our winner for uh, Most Improved. He won the Observer Award for Most Improved, so we're pretty... We are basically all in agreement about that. So, yes, Lance Archer is actually positive news, which I never thought I would say that, but... uh, Yet, here we are. Here we are. Um, the British Bulldog is officially going into the WWE Hall of Fame. This is pretty cool because it was uh, announced on Backstage, and his daughter actually tweeted it. She had been sitting on the news for a month. So the rumors at least came true, which is a good thing. They're really dragging their feet this year on announcing a Hall of Famers. Yeah, they kind of are. Usually, though, like, night after Royal Rumble, they announce somebody, and they announce somebody, like, the next five weeks in a row, and then they're done. And, like, so far this year, what is he, like, the third? The fourth? Announcement? WrestleMania's in three weeks. Yeah. (laughs) But it also might be canceled. But you know what's good about the Hall of Fame? 
that is an event that should take place with no fans because last year, some asshole attacked Bret Hart. A 60-year-old stroke victim tackled him to the ground and got the shit kicked out of him. For that night, Dash Wilder was my favorite wrestler on the planet when he just sucker punched the guy in the face. Let me say yeah. Dude, the best part was freaking uh, watching... Um, uh, what What's his name? What's Ronda Rousey's husband's name? Travis... I have no, don't know. Travis something, yeah. <laughs> when he got in there, you just see him laying the shots in on the guy. Uh, yeah, that that and really... Thing that, like, get, gets defended, like, nobody... Like, anybody who ever jumps it, they never, ever even attempt to be like, they fucking beat the shit out of me. Like, no, they I'm get... in the wrong here, but still, holy fuck. Nope, because... If they do, I've I've read this. Vince McMahon will will pet will make sure they don't get shit out of it if they do try to sue. He will get Jerry McDivitt on that and shoot him the fuck down. That's a that's a big thing. And I remember him sell, saying uh, that he would rather spend money on lawyers to get, to throw out all the frivolous bullshit <clears throat> because. Uh, he doesn't want anybody to get his money like that. And that's – honestly, I think that's the right mindset personally. Well, it's like, just a dangerous president, right? Well, yeah, because then if you realize that they'll just settle out of court to just make shit go away, then everybody will be doing it. So, Plus, I really wasn't a fan of that setup they had last year where they had like the ring as the podium. And I'm glad that they're going to basically, uh, basically get rid of that as a result of that setup. Ooh, so my it's, it's an awkward thing because they usually run at the same place as they're running takeover, and it's usually the day after or the day before, and it's rough to have to make a complete change in staging. So, my buddy Ian, who lives in England, he actually messaged me earlier in the week. He goes, "So is everybody in America being as stupid as they are in the UK and buying all the toilet paper?" And I was like, "All right, good. It's not just us." <laughs> well, he actually just messaged me. His friend's granddad is in the hospital with suspected COVID nineteen, and uh, but he says he feels fine. But he's he's planning on self isolating just to be on the safe side. And it is the elderly that's more at risk. So. It's essentially that people that can die because of anything, they can die because of this. Yeah. Well, like if you can die, if you can die because you got the flu, you can die from this. If you die, you know that kind of thing. Like if you're so messed up with other stuff that this can get you, this can get you. Yeah, that's uh, that's basically what they've been saying. Um, the virus itself doesn't scare me because I know I would fend it off with no problem. Um, uh, it's the uh, the hysteria that actually frightens me because you know people are. That's how. Yeah. Sorry, I got distracted because he messaged me and I wanted to send him some well wishes. I didn't mean to get off track here, but let's... Uh... Yeah, I thought the coronavirus part was in the, bat, in the past. Yeah, it was, but had to uh, 
I will say this though: the memes have been hysterical, and I got blocked. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give. I'm just gonna say it right here. Uh, Steve, the teacher, I know you're not listening to this, but I'm very sorry that you live in China and it's negatively affected your life. But I'm more sorry that you don't have a sense of humor and you decided to block me and end our friendship because I have a sense of humor and you don't. Uh, so fuck you. And you still owe me money after you ripped off GSW 15 years ago and I haven't forgotten, asshole. He ain't gonna hear this, so I don't give a fuck. Anyway, uh, what were we talking about? Also, fuck. China's like pretty much over it by now. Yeah, basically. Uh, well, Before it was even here, there were like, there was 70,000 cases, 55,000 people have recovered. So it's dude, like, oh, I, so it's done. <laughs> I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but I almost made a China joke. C-H-Y-N-A. Yeah. <laughs> She's been dead for over 10 years. Has it been that long? I don't know. Probably, maybe. I don't know. Jesus Christ. Let's find out. Let's yeah. Google Johnny Lord. China death. Yeah, basically. No, it's only been for... 2016. Yeah. 4-2016. Uh, the date of her uh, death. I say April 17th, but... Uh... Yeah. My thing came up. Yeah. Okay, so this is kind of funny. So on Yahoo, I looked it up, and it came up April 20th, 2016, and right below it is the China Wikipedia that says April 17th, 2016. Like, maybe it didn't come out until the 20th. That's actually possible. Yeah. That is actually possible because uh, she was found on April 21st, so the, the actual date could be disputed. Anyway, god damn, you're really getting off topic here. Oh, we said we wanted to fill some time, right? So, all right, here's some here's some shitty news that has nothing to do with the coronavirus. Don't expect to see the revival anytime for almost the rest of the year. They have already made more this year than their guarantee, and since Vince doesn't really like them, they're basically being held hostage, which is why Free the Revival exists, and... It pisses me off because there are they are the best tag team in pro wrestling right now, with the exception of maybe Fish and O'Reilly. So it really sucks for them. See such a great throwback tag team who actually gives a shit about, you know, wrestling psychology and everything. Like Yeah. Free the revival. Hashtag FTR. I freed the Ascension. They did. It was funny when they, they announced that they got released. Victor went on Twitter immediately and went FREEDOM in like all caps with a bunch of exclamation points. So you know that rise. they were stoked about that. We will rise. Uh, other WWE news. Gronk has officially signed. So if you, mm-hmm. want, if you want to see Rob Gronkowski, which is like only Patriots fans would probably be interested in that. The Gronk says, know your damn role. And SummerSlam's in Boston, so you know where they're going to want him. Uh, would I prefer Gronk over, like, a Tyson Fury or a Cain Velasquez? At least I know he's a legit fan, and I feel like he's going to put in the effort to not just... Well, I mean, they're talking about, in. like, having him at the PC and training for the Yeah, yeah, yeah. And getting ready. Instead of having Tyson Fury and... Kane Velasquez show up two weeks before our pay-per-view where they were both... Oh, my God. (laughs) But we had a new SmackDown on a new network, so we had to pop a ratings boner. 
I mean, the Velasquez thing wasn't so bad because at least he had the, uh, at least he had the, um, the, the, like the, the background. He was, he was interested in doing it, you know, all the other stuff he would have taken seriously. He in Mexico and actually has wrestled before in Mexico. They just, they rushed him, which was unfortunate because then he stunk out the joint, which again, and I'm sure Tyson Fury wanted to put in the work too, but they keep rushing people. That was always a problem with the celebrity shit. Uh, but somebody who's not rushing is Maxwell Jacob Friedman, who has been on fire on Twitter lately. And I'm I'm just going to go ahead and say it right now. In all of current professional wrestling, that includes New Japan, WWE, all of it, MJF is currently my favorite wrestler. 100% my favorite wrestler. Not only is he uber-talented, every match he has is a good match. He knows what he's doing. He has all the little nuances that, like, you guys might not notice, but I notice, and I'm sure that Dan's been a fan long enough and been around people like us long enough to understand that, like, his little nuances are really perfect. The dude knows exactly how to work, and... He's bringing being a heel back, flipping off little kids and just tweeting, being rough with people, no apologies. The AEW tweet about the library, school, reading to kindergartners, it is gross. Oh yeah, that was funny as hell. The, uh, I also loved, uh, they had the thing where, uh, the, (laughs) yeah. Oh my god, just the the uh the the shirt, the I hate MJF shirt and he tweets to them and goes, "What the fuck is this bullshit?" I want to see him later be like, "I'm being told I still get my cut on the shirt, so go ahead, you fuckers. Buy that <laughs> shirt. It has my name on it, which means I get my cut." Yeah. Well, that Cena was like uh issue with that Cena enough shirt that eventually came out, right? The anti-Cena yeah. shirt. That's still a Cena shirt. You know what's funny Cena's is still got uh, his cut. the um the 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 indie wrestlers that G Rafer guy who made the uh, the fuck Jim Cornette shirt with his face on it when mm-hmm. Cornette filed the lawsuit and they seized all the shirts. He actually sold them, and every time somebody bought a fuck Jim Cornette shirt from him, the entire proceeds went to the Children's Miracle Network. So he basically turned it around and said, yeah, that's right. You can buy a fuck me shirt and I'm going to help sick kids with it. (laughs) So that's what you got to do. You got to take advantage of the anti stuff and make sure it works to your favor. And you know, he probably, they probably presented, they're like, hey, we're going to do this and it's going to make a fortune. He's probably like, fuck yeah, do it. Because it's what I would have done. Because otherwise heel merch doesn't sell. Heel merch does not sell. Also, since no gatherings over 250 people are taking place, the Impact tapings are currently okay. Yeah. Cornette said that line on his new show, but Matt Hardman dropped it in the group and said it completely independently. And hey, I have a Vince McMahon Google for you guys. Is holding WrestleMania in an empty stadium the only way to make sure Roman doesn't get booed? It's been a joke. I've been saying for weeks now. It's a... Uh... Only way that match doesn't get booed if there's no one there to boo it. Did you also see the tweet that I posted where it was uh, 
the guy was like, until ICP appears in AEW, it will not be considered a major company because they've appeared in the WWF, WCW, ECW, Ring of Honor, and TNA. You have to be down with the clown to be official. Yeah. Uh, holy crap. They're probably actually more down with the clown than any of those other companies were. Probably. Probably. Um, so we got some questions this week. We got three questions I'd like to answer. First question comes from community member Russell Wright. Should the WWE open a physical Hall of Fame? And if so, where should it be located? Well, that's an emphatic yes. And they were rumored for a while to be putting it in Orlando. In fact, I had even said if I could get a lucrative job working for their Hall of Fame as like a PR person or a tour guide or something, I would actually consider moving back to Orlando for that. Uh, Yes, the answer is yes. And Orlando is a good spot because they have so much other stuff centralized. Um, The only Kissimmee St. Cloud. Everything is so close. God. Yeah. Uh, the only other... Yeah, Kissimmee St. Cloud is awesome because Kissimmee is so Hispanic and St. Cloud is so white redneck and they're literally like sister cities, but it's it's like you cross the train tracks. <laughs> like, if you go to the Kissimmee Walmart, uh, the signs are in Spanish and everybody who works there is Spanish, but if you go to the St. Cloud Walmart, there isn't one Spanish sign in there and it's all white people. Like, white, like white redneck conservative type people. It's the funniest contradiction ever. And it's like a 30-minute drive. It's not even that far. Yes, Kissimmee Well, I mean, Cloud. it's enough that when they do advertisements and stuff for it, they're, they're lumped together. Yeah. Have so. you... And kudos to you for pronouncing Kissimmee correctly. People call it Kissimmee. Not if you saw those commercials every day in your youth. No. Well, I mean, I, I also had a Kissimmee address for like three years or so. I think uh, at least two, two, no, yeah, about two and a half years I had a Kissimmee address because I was I was living technically in Kissimmee. I think I had an Osceola address at one point, but, uh, and I had a Lake Buena Vista address, and I had an Orlando address, even though I was still technically in Lake Buena Vista, so. Uh, the only other place I would put a physical Hall of Fame would be New York City or Chicago. Because New York City with the history up north and Chicago because of the centralized location in the United States. Uh, those would be the three locations. Yeah, Orlando, New York, or Chicago. I wouldn't do it in Connecticut. Even though that's where most of the stuff that they put in there is. Yeah, they'd probably have to transfer a lot of that shit. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, put it somewhere that's popular or easy to get to. That would be my my thing. I wouldn't put it on L.A. in L.A. or anything like that. I wouldn't put it in Texas. I would definitely stick to either one of the two biggest cities in the United States or uh, or Orlando, Florida, one of the top tourist destinations. Shit, put it in Vegas. Been meaning to get back out there anyway. Uh, This question comes from Matt Hardman, host of the Race Nerd podcast. After watching Chris Jericho in the Giant Silent Bob reboot, are there any wrestler cameos that stand out in your mind? So I'm assuming you're meaning like wrestling cameos and feature films and stuff like that. When Hollywood uh, Hogan shows up 
in Muppets in Space. Oh like, my god, hey, brother! I'm a bad guy now. Oh god, and he cuts a promo. God damn it! Yeah, that aged really well, by the way. <laughs> Just a reminder that Muppets in Space happened in 1999, the height of the freaking NWO. Uh, that was. I'm a bad guy. Yeah, because he's like, oh, I'm saved. It's Hulk Hogan. He's like, no, dude. Uh, one of my favorite <laughs> pro wrestler cameos in a movie is Macho Man Randy Savage in the first Spider-Man film as Bonesaw McGraw. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got you for three minutes. I also love Macho Man Randy Savage on Dexter's Laboratory as the uh, as the the intergalactic wrestler who fights Major Glory and Valhalla and the infragable Kronk and all the superheroes. And then he spares the planet because he faces Monkey. The superhero monkey. And he's like, your fighting spirit has made me realize that you got the the guts and the glory and I'm going to spare your planet. Hooray. Uh, Wrestler cameos. Yeah, I'd have to actually like really think about what what wrestlers have cameoed in to make giant as Captain Insano. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. Or the giant as the Santa Claus that attacks Arnold Schwarzenegger in Jingle yeah. All the Way. Uh, yeah, that, Kevin, that's a good Kevin one. Kevin Nash, the Super Shredder? I don't really consider that much of a cameo. That's kind you know, of like you don't a... See him. Uh, it's kind of like it's it's kind of like a lead role. Like like that's why I'm not going to count like in the wrestler. Uh, how about uh, Matt Turner? My buddy, my buddy Matt Turner on the CM Punk DVD. Because they show footage of him in Ring of Honor, and as he's coming to the ring, there's Turner. Right in the shot, because Turner did some Ring of Honor stuff. And uh, Turner still credits Punk as his trainer, even though Johnny Glitter trained him, and Johnny was actually kind of hurt by that. Because Turner was a graduate of Backbreakers, but when he would cut interviews, he would say that CM Punk was his trainer. He took seminars. But that's like I attended a, a Ted DiBiase seminar, and that would be like me saying, Ted DiBiase trained me in wrestling. No, he did not. He 100% did not. Johnny Glitter, Justin Glory, and Johnny Toxic did. Um, yeah, as far as cameos go, again, it would, it would would it's mostly a, a, a thought thing. Um, how about Bret Hart on The Simpsons? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this place has got an old man smell. Oh, don't listen to him, sir. You have a very intoxicating aroma. Yeah, I think that's, uh... Yeah, I think that pretty much answers it. Um... This question comes from the Question Master Destroyer Moyer. Randy Moyer, the master of questions, because you can always count on Randy Moyer. Not just asking a question, but asking a thought-provoking question as well. He's the, uh... If you listen to Cornette's podcast, he's the Charlie of Starkville, Mississippi for our show. Because every time they do Cornette's drive through and they do questions, there's always a question from Charlie in Starkville, Mississippi on every show. And they're like, yeah, but he, a- but he actually asks, like, not just, like, thought-provoking questions, but timely shit. So that's how he always gets his questions on the air, because he asks something that happened the previous week. Here's Randy's question. Whatever happened to special appearances being a shock and surprise? Have ratings and attendance really been so bad as to ruin the element of surprise by announcing special guests that far in advance? Yes. Yeah. You are correct. Um, I think that's the thing, though, is uh, it's 
sometimes you have to announce a special guest because you want to make sure people are watching that show. And then you can put surprises on the show to entice people to tune in the, the next week. That's like when like when AEW had that really good show and the ratings were not good. And they were like, ugh, but I can't believe it. They, they did all this stuff and people didn't tune in. And I'm like, well, wait till next week. And then next week you saw the spike in ratings. Because it, when something really good happens on a show, it affects next week's ratings. Because you can't, you can't retroactively tune into a show you didn't watch unless you DVR'd it, but we're not counting that. You know, if Dynamite airs on a Wednesday and that Thursday, all you hear are people talking about how great it was, but only, I mean, their ratings, that, them and NXT took a plummet. I know that that's like, like not a thing, but like they plummeted down to like 775 and NXT's at like 650. Those are like really low numbers. But, uh, I expect them to go up the next couple of weeks because nobody else got anything better to do. Yeah, but like, uh, like the Jake Roberts thing, I'm sure is gonna put would put a spike in ratings. And now that Lance Archer showed up as a surprise, people are gonna be more enticed to tune in the following week. So, um, so yes, I I think that the ratings and attendance definitely affect it. But I also still think it should be done. I do think that you should 100% announce something to get people to tune into your show and then put some surprises on the show so people realize, oh, hey, when I tune in, shocking stuff happens. I have to keep watching. That's the type of stuff that that uh, that's the type of stuff that draws that literally draws. So, yes, I hope that answered all your questions this week. Gentlemen, uh, Dan, let's talk about what we're doing on this week's. We actually have a pretty loaded VIP show because we're going to talk about the Elimination Chamber, but I honestly don't have that much to say about it because it really was a filler pay-per-view, but it was better than it had any right to be, and I will talk about it. Um, but we have some fun segments here. We are going to book an NXT Elimination Chamber and an Elimination Chamber involving past Elimination Chamber winners. So we're going to do some fantasy booking. We're going to discuss the small things that add something extra in pro wrestling. So you guys are going to get a little bit of a a lesson here, because I'm going to teach you guys some of the lessons that I've learned from Backbreakers training and from just veterans in the business and just talking to people, you know, and just listening and watching stuff. I mean, honestly, like... Just watching a show with Joey Image and having him point stuff out, I still learn stuff about the business. And and he still learns from other people, too. Like, that's how it should be. And we're going to talk about influential female performers in the history of professional wrestling in honor of this past Sunday's International Women's Day. That's all stuff you get to tune in for. For five buckaroos. And honestly, if you guys are going to be quarantined... Why don't you spend five of those dollars a month and get some extra content? You'll have a whole ton of episodes to listen to. There's a review on every single show. And I just want to give a shout out to our patrons who are supporting us, which is Adrian Cotton and Jay Winger, Randy Moyer, Jeff Trelowitz, and Glenn Kukan. We appreciate you guys. And really, guys, it... We're now in the middle of March. We're approaching the Ides of March because we got Pie Day happening. Perfect day to get that Raspberry Pi up and running, right, Dan? 
Yeah, man. Play some games. You know, we haven't even mentioned it. Today is Friday the 13th, but Jason's upset because the coronavirus already killed him. Yeah, no. <laughs> now people are more concerned about that than him, so he's he's sad, Jason. But yeah, because um, you, get, you get Pi Day, the Ides of March, and then Austin 316 all in a row. And yeah, we already had Mario. Yep, we had Mario. And today was Friday the 13th. Lousy, what, what a week. Lousy smarch weather. Do not touch Willie. Good advice. But yeah, you get a lot of content there. And the the patrons can attest that we're we put some effort into those VIP shows for you guys. You're getting you're still getting a good show. And it's only five bucks a month, and we're gonna introduce more patron exclusive content. And we're but and we're never gonna up that price. For five dollars you get everything. The ten and fifteen dollar tiers is where stuff gets interactive, but you get access to everything for five buckaroos. So there's no reason not to do it. And I'm not going to say anybody by name, but a couple of you expressed interest at the beginning of the year and you still haven't signed up yet. I am a little disappointed, guys. You're missing out on all this great content. So I'm not upset. Just disappointed. Well, don't, don't, don't promise us something and then not deliver on it. Come on. All right. But, Dan, I'm feeling kind of volatile this week. Okay. So I came up with a you volatile... Sure COVID, the I, I don't have the COVID, and I'm not scared of getting the COVID. You know what the best part is, though? Because I have seasonal allergies. Now, when I cough and sneeze because of the allergies, people are going to start clearing away from me. So That's good. And I do know that animals are pretty much not going to catch it from humans, so I'm not worried about the cat. Actually, that was like the big thing was we actually stocked up on litter and food for the cats because we're more concerned about them than we are about our own well-being because that's just, you know. That maybe, yeah, like maybe you guys come down with it and you're just not going to be able to go out for a while. we got to make sure that they're taken care of, exactly. Exactamundo. All right. So I was feeling kind of volatile about this uh, – this uh, this game here. So I came up with a game specifically designed for me to bury people. Dan, <laughs> what game did I come up with? Well, since we've been glenless for about over a month now, yes, Chris wants to know what would it take for Chris to miss the show for like a month. Well, you guys and... know how dedicated I am to CKCC Radio. Now, I mean that's the that's the thing I'm. So, yeah. What and would you're certainly supposed be- to give the incorrect answer? Wrong answers only. Yes. So, not legit reasons why I would actually stop. So, if I hear legit reasons, I'm burying you guys. And that was the whole thing. I specifically wanted a game to dish out more burials than points. And I hope you guys don't disappoint. I There's came. A that if I was you, I would be burying. Well, we're going to find out. Well, I'm not you, so let's find out what you, who are you? Who are you? Because Chris is playing the part of Chris. All right. This week, this Dan. week he is. Other weeks he's not. Dan. But this week is. Dan, yeah. the sunglasses are on. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit, son. <laughs> Which you guys can totally see on this audio podcast, by the way. All right, you ready? Let's bury. Ugh, I got the shovel. Let's do this. Chris stops podcasting for Lent. Well, I am an atheist. So that is 100% a wrong answer. 
I do not participate in Lent. I have nothing against religion. It is not for me. So, yes, that is points because that is accurate. That is a wrong answer. I am a Christian, but I've never been that kind of a Christian. Yeah, I can't, I I've, I don't think even like even when I was I just taking Catholic. like the cla- well yeah cuz I am I am I was raised Catholic, so that is a thing. I'm sorry. I did, I did the I did the CCD, I did the the confirmation. Uh Yeah, confirmation what's the a communion is the when you're young. Communion's young. First confirm, communion, yeah. Confirmation is the like the graduation. And I wish somebody had told me that they were going to – that when they were like, pick your confirmation name. And I was like, well, how about just Christopher? And then they were like, how about Christopher, Christopher, O'Mealy? And I'm like, that was stupid. <laughs> I shouldn't have done that, and I hated that. I always wished I'd picked anything else for confirmation. I could have been Michael. And Michael's a family name, and it's a biblical name, so it would have would have fit the, the thing. I also – it's funny, too, because, like, even though I am an atheist, I have a ridiculous amount of, like – Bible and world religion knowledge because I'm actually fascinated by studying religions. Does that make sense? I just blown a spot there. I don't know. Does that make sense? I don't know. But no, I don't participate in Lent. I never have. I've never given up anything for Lent uh, except for Lent itself. I gave up Lent for Lent and then the rest of the year too. Yeah. I, I, I gave up Christianity for Lent. Which is probably 100% missing the point. But yeah, no, that's that's points because that is a wrong answer. Chris stops to find out if there is a wrong way to eat a Reese's. Ooh. All right, this is a tough one because on the one hand... I could see I, you missing an episode. <laughs> I, I could definitely miss some time for Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. That that could happen, but like a whole month and just go on a hiatus just for Reese's. And the thing is, there is no wrong way to eat a Reese's. They 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 literally don't exist. The the only way, as long as it goes into your mouth hole. Yeah, the the only wrong way to actually consume a Reese's would be the way Barney consumed the Duff beer when he won the contest. He goes, "Just hook it to my veins." Like, no, where's the fun in that? It's the taste of the Reese's. The you well, got he was peanut- going through withdrawal, man. By the way, I we were watching uh, we were watching Family Guy the other day as just like you know one of those. Oh, let's put something on while we're we're chilling, and we, we watched the PTV episode, which is one of my favorite episodes. And they do the uh, some of our most in- inspired creations have have come out of nowhere, and it's just the the guy that the cars crash. He got peanut butter in my chocolate. He got chocolate in my peanut butter. And Officer Reese's response, and when he eats yes. it, he shoots the guys in the head. <laughs> So here's what I am going to do for you. I'm going to give you points, but I'm going to let you know that you almost didn't get points. That was a close one. That was a close one, but you can have your points. Mm-hmm. Okay. Perry and Lily wanted more cuddle time. Well... See, that's something I probably would, in fact, cancel a podcast over. They Sorry, are... I'm wearing cat cuffs right now. They are my children. However, with that said, as much cuddle time as I would like to give them, my children 
have the infamous issue of getting bored with their humans and walking away when you are not done with them. In fact, they're done with you. And that's uh, all that matters. Shannon's actually worse with that than I am because I remember Lily was actually trying to get away from her. She goes, I wasn't done yet. And she actually picked her up off the bed. (laughs) And she's sitting there with the ears down and everything, trying to look intimidating. And it just wasn't happening. Do you ever see the meme where it's like, where it's like maybe cats are pissed off all the time because they're God's perfect killing machines, but they only weigh eight pounds and we keep picking them up and kissing them. Yeah. They really are like one of the best carnivores as far as like a hunter, a hunter species, apex predator. And yet, and yet every time I pick them up, Perry's actually the worst. He's super submissive when you pick him up. He puts his ears down, but he doesn't even fight you. Lily will actually fight you. She'll put the claws out and actually fight to get down. Perry just deals. (laughs) So... I don't want to give you full points because it's really not an accurate statement, but because I actually probably would, if I genuinely needed to spend time with the cats over podcasting, I would pick that, but I'm not giving up an entire month of podcasting just to give them attention because they get plenty of attention from me already. I will allow this one to get 50 points. But I will absolutely not bury this one. 50 points. Chris is the sole winner of the Powerball and decides to travel the world to find the absolute best wrestling show slash company. That is not a wrong answer. Because if I won power, actually... But I recommend that you start your travels in Japan. (laughs) That would... Wait a month or so. So, <laughs> all right, because I've actually have given this a lot of thought. If I ever did win the lottery and won a significant amount of money, I would start my own promotion. I would buy a building, buy a ring and have shows and I would rent the shit out of that building to other companies. But I would hold a show once a month in in my building. I would have, you know, I, I'd block out some dates. I'd have a promotion. Um I would, I'd, I mean, I'd be reasonable ticket price, but I would also rent the building out all those other times. Hey, you need a building? You need to do a show? Here's my price. There's already a ring set up. Just clean up after yourselves and blah, blah, blah. Um, so your thing is not necessarily a, I would not actually give up the podcasting though, because if I won Powerball and didn't have to work, all I would do is probably podcast, write, and stream. Like I would, I would write my book like I always wanted to do. Because I'd have the time for it. Uh, there would be a lot more podcasting going on. I promise you that. And But I definitely would travel. And Japan would probably come first. So I'm going to give this one half points as well. Because it is not a wrong answer. But it is... Uh, not a right answer. Either. Not a right answer either. So, Because I love wrestling. But I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. If I'm traveling the world, I'm probably not gonna be paying attention to wrestling at all, <laughs> unless I go to Japan. Why is my cat screaming? Probably because he didn't like the answer I gave to the last one. All right. So yeah, half he these. doesn't want to become a Japanese cat. No. Guarantee you that. No. 
our next entry is the cock. Not only do I have a sinking suspicion I know who played this entry. Somebody who was in the past posted dead ass. Uh, this is 100% a wrong answer. Because in no way, shape, or form would mine or anyone else's cock cause me to go on a hiatus. So, you probably thought you were going to get an earmark. Wrong. You're just getting points. Yeah, Ellis. Yeah, who else would post a freaking thing like that? Up next, he's driving to Atlanta for a meet and greet with Joey Janela. <laughs> that is doing that every Friday for a month. That is 100% a wrong answer because I would never willingly meet Joey Janela. Fuck him and his untrained unprofessionalism. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you get an earmark. Man, I created this game because I was hoping to bury people, and the worst I'd done are halvesies. People got to step up a little bit. Yeah, that's an earmark, though. Chris hides himself in shame when he learns his biological father is Kevin Dunn. (laughs) See, here's the thing. This isn't a wrong answer, because if that turned out to be... All right, actually, if he turned out to be my biological father, I would actually be really pissed off that he's not giving me money because I know that he's a millionaire because he actually that's those stock scams actually made him like earn two to three million a year is what he's actually pulling in. Plus he's a fucking broadcasting guy and I have a broadcasting background and he's not like getting me to work for WWE. So I would not hide myself in shame. I would actually go up there and start fucking screaming at him for not taking care of his son. Like, I would probably, I I literally would scream at him. All kidding aside, I would be pissed if I found out my biological father was a rich guy in broadcasting and professional wrestling. Like, I would be fucking pissed. I would be pissed. Uh, I would actually not hide myself in shame from that. So, because of your wording, you actually get points. I make we make a lot of jokes about Kevin Dunn, but I genuinely would not be ashamed to have him as my father. I would actually be pissed. Pissed off. That would be like, oh, you found out your dad's Goldberg. I'm like, well, he's fucking loaded. <laughs> How come he's not lifting me up into the ring when I don't have a shirt on after he makes a comeback on Raw? Titus O'Neil is your father. How come he ain't mouth kissing me on pay-per-view? Well, if he was my father, I'd have questions. Can't tell by your beautiful black skin. Considering I'm pale as shit, even though I'm half Italian. <laughs> yeah, I'll think there's any answers You're half there. dead from a coronavirus at this point? Well, I know I'm definitely at least, at least I know that my mother's biological because I look exactly like her brother. So I know that's where the looks came from. That's fine. Our right. next entry is the Spanish Inquisition. 
Well, I did not expect that. No, nobody expects this mansion. <sighs> Amongst our weaponry is fear. Surprise. Ellis, this is how you get an earmark for a short entry. The cock. Yeah, no. This was funny. This gets an earmark. Spanish Inquisition. Because you didn't expect it. I did not expect it, no. Fear. Surprise. <laughs> Chris has taken a job as Jim Cornette's personal assistant. That actually would require me to take a break from podcasting. I'd also probably would, be on his You show. would not be taking a break from podcasting. You would be podcasting every single day. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, yeah. Actually, I would probably be too busy shipping out all of his uh, Cornette's collectibles because that's what he does now. He runs that business. And every time you order from him, he hand prints the labels and seals the packages. Well, I've got packaging experience. I've been doing warehouse work for two and a half years packing boxes. So I'll make your shit look good and I'll make sure it goes to the right spot. The only thing that sucks about being his personal assistant is I'd have to take it to the post office personally. I like my job where we just hand it to UPS and they take it. Hey, I put it on a skid and wrapped it. (laughs) UPS comes and picks it up and then I'm done. I just got to get them on the skids. Um... Well, if he sells enough, you could talk him into letting you have a home pickup or whatever. I don't want to give this full points, but the thing is, that would actually be a a decent job and would probably help finance this show and make it super popular. Because if Cornette endorsed it, y'all can say whatever the hell you want about him. His show's got a shit ton of views. He's in the millions. So his endorsement would get us an instant push. Instant exposure. So I'm gonna get go ahead and give you full points. You can you can take your full points. You get your full points. Chris is auditioning for the voice role of Chris Benoit in a new cartoon starring Benoit as an actual rabid Wolverine. Now that is a wrong answer because I would 100% not be associated with Chris Benoit in any way, shape, or form. He already ruined my first name by being an ass. Uh, that is a wrong answer, and that is points. By the way, I am super stoked for the return of Dark Side of the Ring with that Benoit episode. I can't wait to see that, because I'm still super fascinated by that case. You know, at the chase, Owens Which we're not going to get to see for a month. He was going to be in the New Japan Cup. I know. A new clapping of the cheeks vlog at various locations around the world. What the fuck? Exactly, the fuck. (laughs) Follow Chris as he claps cheeks in every country in the world. (laughs) Well, I have a feeling nobody's ever done that. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure people have tried. There is a guy who's actually three countries away from visiting every country in the world. Uh, Drew Binsky, he's done it. Oh, he actually has completed it. Well, good for him. God damn. And he has a documentary in the works. 
Yeah, I can't, I'll, I'll be watching that. That's awesome. I mean, he's probably... He may not be the only person to ever pull that off, but he uh, he's definitely going to be the most famous. Document it and be yeah. known for it. Yeah. I just want to finish all 50 states before I die. That's like the big thing. I only have 20 to go, and uh, we've Shannon and I have actually planned a couple of vacations out where we will b- take a bunch of states off the list. The uh, I should actually like map that out and see where I'm at. Personally, you're probably. I mean, I guess I technically was never in Colorado or California because I was in an international airport in both situations. So I was technically not even in the United States. Well, I'm also kind of doing that too because I have a couple of states where, like, we, you know, we flew through them. So I kind of had them listed. But then I'm like, no, if I'm actually going to do this, I'm going to visit those states. Like, you know, like maybe counting airports one thing, but if you just flew over it, well, not flying over it doesn't count. No, like, like I have technically been to Nebraska, but it was a it was an airport layover, and I don't really want to count that. But at the same time, so I you were re- never technically on Nebraskan land; you were on international soil. Well, my thing is, I still want to do a storm chasing expedition at some point. Once I once I earn up enough vacation well, that's time, that's gonna hit you like the middle of the country that most people miss. Well, it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna knock out probably Kansas, Nebraska, and Oklahoma yeah. are three of the states that like I don't have other reasons to go there. Um, I have plenty of reasons to go back to Texas because that was another airport layover. I can come up with plenty of reasons to do that. Um, and then like. Yeah, otherwise I've pretty much visited most of the states, but yeah, we should... And because of flying, you realize you have these weird gaps in places you've been. Yeah. I've been... In Canada, I've been in Ontario, and the next closest I've been to is Alberta. Which is... I always flew between the two. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know that, like... No Manitoba. (laughs) Well, my buddy lives in Michigan now, and I've never been there. Um, I do want to take a trip out to visit him which would get me through Ohio. And I have like f- four or five friends that I would actually visit who live in you Ohio. Have Okio, Okio before? Nope. Not yet. I really want to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And then like Indiana and uh, Kentucky are on that part. I technically have been to Kentucky, but I would prefer to actually take a, take a trip there. I actually kind of want to go to LexCon one year. LexCon's supposed to be really big. Plus, LexCon does a lot with wrestling. So, but yeah. Um, anyway, clapping the cheeks fall. Yeah, that's a fucking earmark. That's fucking hysterical. It's and it's one hundred percent wrong because not only would I never ever do that, but if you just clap the same cheeks the entire time. I mean, I could do that, but I I'm gonna go ahead and say that the uh, the only cheeks that I'm doing that with would not be up for a vlog. Would 100% not be up for that. Guarantee. Alright. Well, Disney World called and said the Aladdin gig was his. It didn't mention that it was a boo you'd be playing. Well, I sure as hell wouldn't be playing Aladdin because he's got a six-pack and I've got a keg. So. That's funny. That gets points, but I would totally play a boo. I would own the shit out of that role. You know, he's not in the stage version. He, 
Aladdin has like three friends instead. That's lame. Like that. That's kind of lame, actually. He was in the movie, the live action movie. Yeah, but not in the stage musical version. And Alan Tudyk was Iago. Alan Tudyk, yeah. And he didn't talk. He just he just parroted phrases back. He just went. And there's no Jafar doesn't do the giant snake thing. He just makes Iago huge. You get the giant parrot. Live action Aladdin was good though. Yeah, you get your points. Man, I haven't buried anybody. Give me another one. Sasha Banks heard about the podcast from someone in the locker room and now wants to meet Chris in person. That's fantastic. I wouldn't give up podcasting for that. That is 100%. Yeah, that is that is a wrong answer. Her for 10 minutes. No, because if she wanted to meet me, I'd have her on the show. You know how many hits we would get from that? It'd be a video podcast that week. Plus, if she was actually a fan of our show, she'd promote it. Yes, I know what you were going for, but you actually swayed yourself into points. So, good for you. Good for you. It's time for the penultimate entry. O'Meal, he isn't actually taking a break. Fucking swerve, bro. He's actually Vince Russo in disguise. Oh, Hopes oh. KCC gets lots of pyro and ballyhoo for the big reveal, bro. Oh, God damn. Yeah, that's points. Trust me, I have never been nor ever will be Vince Russo. God, that would just... God damn, no. <laughs> I can't think of anybody worse than I could be in the wrestling business. If you were Vince Russo this entire time. Fucking swerve, bro. Well, at least I'd have money. (laughs) So I guess that's a thing, right? It's time for the final entry. Sam leaps into his body. Al tells him there's a 78.9%. He is there to stop Chris from podcasting so he can fulfill his dream of going one-on-one with The Undertaker. Leia, what the? F- Al then hits Ziggy a few times what? and says, "No, Chris wants to fulfill his dream of becoming general manager of NXT." Either way, Al still looks confused. What the fuck? What was that? It was an episode. You are now an episode of Quantum Leap, my friend. I don't know Quantum Leap. How would I actually get that? Well, at least. I get to bury someone this week. I don't know Quantum Leap. So your entry made no sense, whether it's a wrong answer or not. What the f... Yeah, no, no. You can't can't use Quantum Leap references on me. Save that shit for Dan. No points. Oh, don't don't, don't go deep on it for me. I've seen the first two episodes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then there you go. Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, Whatever. (laughs) So I thought I was going to bury people for, like, for other shit, but instead I only buried an entry I didn't Christmas like. Christmas for the coronavirus. Might happen. <laughs> what was, uh, so what ones would you have actually buried? I'm assuming, like, the Perry and uh, Lily buried, one and the yeah, Reese's no. one and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured. But... I don't know. Like, I like, just... like, like, there's, there's ones where it's like that wouldn't last a month, but I could see it being coming up to time, and this thing comes up again, right at podcast time, and you're like, can't, 
All right, so here's the thing, guys. I created this game specifically to be an ass and bury people, and you all actually pulled through. So I'm going to give you guys credit for that, and honestly, this is why I love this game and I love doing this 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 part of the show, because the group members pulled through. Uh, can you please revisit those earmarks for me? Yeah, you're driving to Atlanta for a meet and greet with Joey Janela. Yeah, keep that one. The Spanish Inquisition. Yeah, keep that. And clapping the cheeks vlog. Yeah, that's the winner. Because <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was ridiculous. This is Drew Binsky. <laughs> clapping <laughs> cheeks worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> making movies, making songs, and fighting around the world. All clapping right. Well, your winner is Don Mario. But that wasn't the last entry. <laughs> Don. No, but he was in the Chase Owens, though. Well, good for him. <sighs> good job. Bonuses man. went to Dan Dahl for Joey Janela and Randy Moyer for the Spanish Inquisition. Well, I'm not surprised there. Those are some dominant POC people. Powerful POC people. Yep, send me the document with everybody so I can eventually get this thing updated. Hey, maybe I'll work on that over the weekend because I have literally no other plans. I mean, I don't want to go out and do anything because I because of the the hysteria is one reason why I just want to avoid going out in general because I don't feel like dealing with it. But also, I just want to play with my pie. I want to play with my pie too. Yep. I want pie. Indeed, blueberry pie, apple pie. Well, guys, you can see what happened in one week's time, which is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Uh... So, I have absolutely no idea what kind of content we're going to have for you next week. Now, the gimmick is that we're going to review stuff just for the uh, the patron show. But if we really have no content, maybe we'll review something for you guys, too, as like a, as like a way to, you know, we can do that as like a convincing thing. Like, hey, this is what we do on this show. I mean, we're, maybe there's something will still happen on the TV shows. We'll just be at. Yeah. The buildings that the companies own next week, right? I mean, they'll probably still be, be at the news. Performance Center, and then there's going to be at Daly's Place, which the, they own. I mean, AEW doesn't own, but the company that owns AEW owns. Because uh, that's a little, a little amphitheater on the side of the stadium. <laughs> the one thing I will tell y'all is that uh, regardless, we're still going to do a show. Um,. And we'll come up with content. If anything, we'll just open up the Q&A and be like, look, guys, ask deep questions that'll take long answers because that's uh, that's the thing, right? It's the only way to get content. But, but yeah, don't commit to the hysteria. Don't be an idiot with the toilet paper. But do take stuff seriously and do pay attention to... Not not the mainstream media, but, like, the World Health Organization and shit like that. So. But otherwise, I really don't have much else to you guys to say. I mean, uh, it's kind of chaos out there. And it's, uh, <laughs> it's, in some ways, it's kind of funny. But in other ways, it's just kind of eye-rolling. and uh, for, for me, personally, it's more annoying than anything, so. But yeah, uh, just uh, 
just don't be dumb and uh, keep supporting us. Please, and thank you. Bye. Bye.